you know, so many different things. The fact that there is so much of cash, well, there's, there's increased cash around at this time of the year. Also, people's frame of mind is slightly different. Uh, perpetrators always look for the vulnerabilities, and they certainly find them around this time of the year. So we just wanted to create this awareness again, reminding uh, South African bank customers and, and citizens in general uh, about how um, the perpetrators actually operate. And I think with the with the whole um, personal uh, information, be concerned. We thought that we'd also raise some awareness around identity theft and how people need to remember to keep their personal and confidential uh, information really uh, close to them and secure. And so, you know, in that, we also just differentiated between personal information and confidential information, saying, you know, things like your identity documents, your driver's license, passports, your utilities bills that have your address and contact numbers on. Those are all your personal information. And, of course, you should always you know, be mindful of who you're giving it to and why you're actually making it available and also inquire as to whether it would be stored securely when you're in, in fact providing it. But your confidential information is, is, is sort of a higher priority also. Why? And this is information because it's information like your usernames, your password, your PIN numbers. And this, this would give access to the, uh, to the criminals to your bank facilities. If they're in possession of your personal information, it doesn't necessarily give them access to your bank accounts and to your banking platforms. But if they have access to the other information, your confidential stuff, mm. then of course they can. So that's why we're saying to people, you know, this operandi around them acquiring this information is various, but mm-hmm. the, pro- the, the, the prevalent ones are phishing again and, and phishing where, where either you get an email with phishing, uh, trying to get personal information and banking information out of people, or you get a phone call, which is what we call phishing, and they purport to be a bank or to be an institution that you may be dealing with. They might have picked up uh, some information somewhere. Um, and we say to people, don't ever give anybody your confidential information, not even your bank. Your bank won't call you and ask for passwords, PIN numbers, uh, expiry dates, that kind of thing. You know, So just be a, a wide awake all the time so that nobody assumes your identity and then starts transacting as if they're you or try to steal from your bank account. I think the other thing, Elvis, that we also wanted to, to talk to people about, because often, you know, we, 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 we in areas where we look for Wi-Fi, and especially if we get wi- free Wi-Fi, we're always excited about that. Yes. And we're saying to people, you know, just be uh, a, a wide awake again and watch what you're actually doing on, on particular Wi-Fi networks. And we just wanted to alert people to what what is called CRACK. So CRACK with a K, K-R-A-C-K, is just an acronym for Key Reinstallation Attack. So what this is, and of course it's not to cause any panic, but um, devices that use Wi-Fi uh, could be vulnerable to this particular kind of attack. What it does is that it actually bypasses the, the security protocols that these devices um that are used by most of the routers and devices to encrypt the information that's been communicated online, mm. right? So, so if it compromise, it, it compromises that that um, security protocol. In other words, it then enables the person who's for, uh, doing the attack to actually get access to the information. So it it it, it, it interferes with the 
with the whole encryption process. Hmm. And so we're saying to people, but again, so that nobody, you know, everybody doesn't panic, is that the perpetrator needs to be within the Wi-Fi range of the victim. Um, so, of course, already it then reduces the whole, you know, surface attack, the attack surface, because you, you can't do it from sitting in your car far away from where you are or where the person is. So so I think the, 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 what we wanted to say to people was just be alert to all these kind of things and watch what kind of information you're actually communicating when you, you or, or, or sites that you're getting onto and information that you're putting onto different sites. Like if you want to do online shopping and you're putting your card data and you're using your CVV number, your expiry date, just watch the, the that you are on a secure uh, network before you actually start doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, uh, ensure that your apps that you're using have end-to-end encryption. If you're not sure, find out from people because these are the things that actually make us vulnerable because we, we need to be aware of what cyber criminals are actually doing these days and um, and just be be wide awake all the time. Now, uh, also, yeah, yeah. Yes, go it's, ahead. it's a lot of things that, that, that we need to be yes. aware of. But I want to go back sure. to identity theft. So if somebody loses sure. their ID or even an old passport with a, an ex- expired date, how do criminals use that personal information of the consumers? Well, I think if they're building profiles on a particular person, so, you know, that's just one part of the information. So if they get access to that, then they maybe would start building a profile on the person. They would do their their, their homework in, tra- in terms of trying to get sufficient information so that they, they would then probably be able to, to get hold of a person's address. Um, they'd be able to get hold of people's phone numbers. Um, you know, who their friends are, that kind of thing. So that's why we say to people, you know, even on social media uh, platforms, just make sure what kind of information you're sharing and also make sure that you set your security settings on those platforms at the highest level so that you have control as to who sees your information. You know, it's only your friends and not not there to just be wide open so that friends are friends and friends are friends. It just carries on. The the, the the network just gets bigger and bigger, and then you don't know who's actually looking at your stuff. So if they build profiles, have sufficient information, they can they, 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 they then go ahead and apply for credit facilities on your name. Um, it may even give them sufficient insight uh, if they've already, if they can get access to your banking details. If they have your email address, they can send you a phishing email and then acquire more information. You know, it's that kind of thing that they, they, they collect um, various pieces of information, personal information, and then start looking for confidential information to enable them to have all that they need to commit their crimes. It's, it's, it's quite a business on their side, and that's just how organized crime works. Kalyani Pillay, I thank you so much uh, for your advice uh, just before the festive season. Thank you for joining us on the line. Elvis, before I go, can I just ask people to rather go to the Fabric website because there's so much more and we obviously haven't been able to cover it. Mm -hmm. But there's, there's really a whole lot of valuable information for people to so that they don't become victims of any any crime, um, especially over this time. That's fabric.co.za. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. That was the CEO of uh, Sabrik, uh, uh, Kalyani Pillay, chatting to us about all the issues that are confronting you uh, during this time of the year as we head towards the festive season, the South African Banking Risk Information Center. You can go to their website, www.sabric, with a C, not with a K, uh, .co.za.